0: Welcome to the Reality Check Podcast. I'm Zachary Phillips. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the real value of reading. So I know we've all been told this from teachers and parents and all that sort of stuff all the time, that it's important to read. But what rarely gets conveyed is just how important it actually is, or the reason why we should read. So the summary is this. You're never going to be able to live anyone else's life. Ultimately, you only get to see the world through your own perspective. When you read a book, you're letting the author change you. You're basically saying to the author, I want to see the world through your perspective. See the world through your eyes, and I want to experience something different. Why this is important is because if you don't do that, you'll only ever see one perspective. And yes, it's your own, and that's important, but if you consider this... Oftentimes, when there's a contentious issue, it might be sexuality or drug use or climate change or any any topic that has a debate between two or more sides, both sides of the argument will have opinions. Both sides of the argument may have scientific data. Both sides of the argument might have people backing them. For all intents and purposes, both sides are correct. And what happens when these two argue is, is basically they give themselves a self-confirming bias and they prove themselves to be right. When someone counters one of their points, they come back with a counter to that point, or they dismiss the point as nonsense or not important. So, when two people argue with each other, it's very hard for them to shift their opinion. However, when you read widely, you get to see the thoughts and hear the thoughts of someone else. And if you've got an open mind, or if you go into things with an open mind, you may be able to see it through their lens. And it might sort of take you away or outside of the argument that you're having to give you a broader perspective. So one of the one of the t- points that I like to bring up with this is to talk about veganism. A lot of people complain that vegans are quite extreme in the way they push their opinions on other people. And, you know, I for one agree. I, I get quite dismayed when I see people sharing images of animals being slaughtered or torture and that sort of stuff. And I think that that sort of thing is obviously horrible, but when it's shared involuntarily, it almost has the opposite effect on me. It makes me close off from the argument, it makes me close off from the discussion, because frankly, I don't want to see that sort of stuff. But when I step back from the argument, when I look at it and when I've read from some vegan perspectives, I've got a much deeper understanding of why they feel that way. And the reason is this, imagine if you were walking through a Safeway and you saw The meat section. And in the meat section, rather than being animals, it was humans. And then when you were talking to people about what to eat for lunch, people were just casually describing eating another human being. Imagine if you lived in that society, you'd be fairly intensely outraged all the time because to you, you'd be seeing cannibalism just being completely just socially accepted. And it would be disgusting to you. In a sense, that's what, well, at least the vegan that I was reading That's what their opinion was. So by looking at the other perspective, I was able to see it from their perspective and able to understand it deeper. I lived a little bit through their eyes. Did it change me to become a vegan? No, but it allowed me to understand their point of view better and have a bit more sympathy and understanding from their cause, and also to want to reduce my intake of meat to an extent. On the other side of things, I would encourage vegans to try and step back outside of their worldview and understand how the rest of the world see it. If I was a vegan trying to convince people not to eat meat, I wouldn't go down the shock and awe tactics of showing them slaughterhouses. What I would do would be to work out where the person's at and try and somewhat convince them to take a small step towards veganism. So rather than going straight from where you are now to not eating meat at all, perhaps reduce meat consumption by one day a week or eat less of it or another small similar step towards the goal this would require that person to step outside themselves and see the world from a broader perspective. How can we do this? Well, I would suggest reading. Now, the topics or the type of reading in my mind doesn't really matter. In fact, I would probably suggest fiction to be more important in a sense in terms of expanding your worldview than factual books. I suppose I would extend that to books that have a narrative or autobiographical books, as well as fiction to be More important than those sort of facts or how-to books. The reason being is that they give you a story. You you get yourself into the main character's perspective and you're able to live their life through their story. When they face difficult choices, you're effectively facing them as well. How they handle the ethical decisions, you get to balance those decisions as well. So me personally, I'm never going to experience life as a female Muslim fleeing the Taliban. However, I can read books written by someone in that cause. I can get into her mind, see the the issues and the struggle she's facing, and learn about her world. By reading her book, I can effectively live her existence to a small extent. Basically, by reading, I get to live someone else's life. And the other benefit is some of the greatest minds in the world have written books, and we've still got them. And the prime example for me is Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. At the time of writing, he was effectively the, the God King. He was, he was the ruler of basically the world. And the book Meditations is his journal. It's like a reminder that he was writing to himself on how to behave and how to be ethical and his inner thoughts. So if you were to read this book, you can effectively hear the inner thoughts of, at that stage, the most powerful man in the world. There is no other medium or way to to experience that by reading that book you can become him or you can at least start to feel what it was like to be him you can see the choices he was making and finally when you read a book you can start to get a feel for the author themselves by looking at the words they put in the words they chose to admit the stuff that they say and the stuff that they don't say and how they say it you get a chance to see the world from their perspective and understand where they're coming from And it will be different to you. So with this all in mind, I really encourage people to just read widely and read broadly. Read things that are in agreement with what you currently believe and read things that are completely different to what you currently believe. Try things from a whole variety of different topics because the more you read, the more you'll understand and the less, the less trivialities will start to bother you. And that's, that's really the key point here because the broader, the broader outlook you have on life, the more detached you'll be. And I suppose I get this through meditation as well. But I find that the more I can step back from my own problems, the less stressed and the less the less rumination I have, the the more I'm able to cope. So for those that are interested, on my website at zachary-phillips.com, I have a tab that has recommended reading, and there I'm putting up a bunch of books with a small little description of the key the key lesson that I learned from that book. And they are of all different topics. So head over to the website and check out those books. And I've put a click-through link so you can buy it if you like. In addition, if you want to learn a little bit more about my life, I've released a book called Under the Influence, Reclaiming My Childhood. And this book delves into my experiences growing up as the son of an addict, paranoid, schizophrenic, chronic hoarder, and a drug dealer. I share some of the more traumatic and embarrassing moments of my childhood, as well as um, where I came from and where I am now. My hope is that by sharing it, I can start to help people to see that, potentially what they're going through the thoughts that they're experiencing the the feelings the emotions the the confusion that they're going through is normal as well as sort of spread the light and reduce the stigma around mental illness so if you if you're interested in that head over to my website once again at zachary-phillips.com and there's a link to my book under the influence it's available now as an ebook paperback and on audible and finally if you want to follow me on social media i can be found on instagram facebook and twitter at Zach P. Phillips. I'd love to hear what your favourite books are, so please shoot me a message on social media, and we can have a conversation about what you like reading yourself. Thanks.